Hello, and welcome to Deep and Wide. I'm Pat Walter, and thank you so much for joining me. Deep and Wide is a bi-weekly podcast. It dives into the deep things of the Christian faith and a wide variety of culturally relevant topics. The goal is to challenge growth and inspire hope. I hope you enjoy this week's podcast. Hey everyone, before we jump into this week's episode, I want to let you know about a really cool tool I've been using. It's called Anchor, and it helps me record, edit, and upload all of my podcasts. Most of all, it's free, guys, which is pretty cool. The other cool thing is it has uh, background music built in. It automatically uploads to Spotify and Apple, and it does all of the things that you need to make an amazing podcast for you. And so uh, I encourage you to download it. Go check out uh, anchor at the app store and go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, everybody, and welcome back to Deep and Wide. Again, I'm Pat Walter and I'm your host, and I am looking forward to today's episode. Today, we are talking about why I'm quitting on my calling and what does that mean. You know, a lot of times we hear people talking about their calling. Um, I've thought about my calling a lot, all the time, and a little bit of my background is is I, I kind of grew up in more of a Baptist, Southern Baptist churches and upbringing. Um, th- that's all I really knew, and then I got saved in a prison cell, got out, and ended up going to more of a charismatic church. Um, and, and I've really just worked on navigating my way through um, being biblically sound, like what we would say the Baptists are. And I'm not saying that. Charismatics or not, it's just kind of stereotypes here, uh, but also uh, attentive to the Spirit. I've seen the Spirit of God move and do things, uh, but one of those things that we hear about all the time is your calling, man. Once you find your calling, once you find your purpose, then you'll know what God wants you to do with your life. Until you find your calling, until you find your purpose, uh, you're just going to kind of wander around. Why don't you pray and ask God what your calling is? And, um, I spent a lot of time thinking about it myself, but uh, a few years ago, the Lord, uh, you know, really spoke to my heart and and opened my eyes to see some things. And uh, all He told me was, "I already showed you your calling." And, and obviously, I'm like, well, "What do you mean you showed it to me? Uh, if I knew what it was, man, shouldn't I be fulfilled and know what I'm doing?" Um, but it, but it wasn't a calling. And let me. Let me explain a little bit further with this is uh, I'm going to take some time uh, to talk about a a corporate calling and an individual calling. Um, But here's what the Lord showed me. He said, hey, listen, I gave you my word and I told you what to do. I gave you my spirit to empower you to do it. And so by giving me his word, it says, listen, go, therefore, make disciples, baptizing, teaching all that I commanded. Right. He, He said, go and do this. He said, love one another and love me with all of your heart. And you're going to lay your life down for people. I want you to go and be me to the world. I want you to reflect me. I want you to look like me. I want you to love me. And I want you to love your brother and your sister in the faith. I want you to lay your life down for them. I want you to take care of the orphans and the widows and the broken and those who are being uh, treated unjustly. I want you to love my people. I want you to go to the highways and the byways and invite them into my kingdom. I want you to share the gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ. Listen, he has told us 
lots of things to do. There are so many things that we are called to do. There's 59 one another's of how we're supposed to treat people in the body of Christ. And that's not even including the, the evangelism of, of people outside of the body. And, and making disciples isn't a one-day thing or a two-day thing. Listen, there, there's evangelism, right? There, there's um, learning what the gifts that, that God gave me are and walking in the gifts according uh, to my knowledge and understanding of them. And so there, there's this plethora of things. He says, listen, I have called you to do these things. This is your calling. You, you don't wake up one day and automatically figure out what your calling is. And, and all of a sudden, I picture like a Disney scene, right? Where, what, what is it? Uh, Cinderella, or one of the princesses. One day they open the windows and the, the, the birds are flying and chirping. And all of a sudden it's like, you know what? I know what I'm supposed to do with my life. The Lord's like, no, I know what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to lay it down, live sacrificially, and, and go, right? That's that's the call of every single believer. And that's why I talk about a corporate calling versus an individual calling. I, I think one of the things that we struggle with in our individualistic um, country is we get so focused on the individual calling that we miss the corporate calling. We, we miss the, all, all the time that we're supposed to be going and making disciples, loving people, doing all these things because we go, man, what's my calling? Am I, am I a worship leader? Am I a preacher? Am I a minister? Am I a this? Am I a that? What, what am I? What am I supposed to be doing? But, but I want to talk about a couple of stories in Scripture that they didn't do that. Look at the story of Joseph. I love the story of Joseph, right? Many of us know it. Joseph is uh, the favorite of uh, his dad, right? He is the favorite, and uh, he gets this coat of many colors, and in a sense, unintentionally or intentionally, we don't know, rubs it in his, his brother's faces, and they decide, you know what? We're going to kill this dude. But Joseph had already had dreams that God uh, was going to put him above his family and above even his own mother and father, which, I mean, that, that was a, a slap in the face back then to his parents. And he has these dreams. And then all of a sudden he's thrown in this pit and then sold to, to slavery to Egypt. And he's basically raised in slavery uh, in Potiphar's house. And then we see the favor of Potiphar's house. We see him ra- raised up, and God used him mightily. But they knew. They said, hey, this, there's something different about this young man. And, and he is marked by God, man. He found favor in Potiphar's sight, it says. And, and then, uh, you know, he, he's lied and cheated against and, and got promoted into prison. Uh, maybe that's not how we see it, but that's how God viewed it, and that's how God used it. He was promoted to prison. The one thing I will note, if I was Joseph, I'd get up, give up wearing cloaks. One cloak got him thrown in a pit, the next one gets him thrown in prison. Uh, I ain't wearing coats no more. But think about this. His promotion to prison is where he stayed faithful there. Because you, you don't notice that another man is sorrowful, and, and if you're feeling sorry for yourself. And so he's still being faithful because he's still finding favor even in the guard's sight. And so he's being faithful there. And then eventually he's promoted into uh, Egypt, right? And these are the things that we know when we see in Joseph's life. He never once pursued his calling, but God, who had a calling on his life, an individual type one, what walked him into it, right? Look at Moses. Moses wasn't looking for, for his calling in the wilderness. He, he was trying to escape it and avoid it. And then, boom, he gets a burning bush. God calls him. He says, hey, this is what I want you to do. He said, okay, I'll go do it. I mean, he didn't say it that easy, obviously. He's like, who am I? I can't go. I stutter. 
Uh, we can go d- down the story. David wasn't looking for his calling. He was a boy in a field. And then all of a sudden, he gets called in from, from the field. They, they weren't even considering him to be the next king. They weren't even considering him for that dinner. And they call him in and he gets anointed. Even when he gets to fight Goliath, he wasn't there to go fight Goliath. He was there to deliver, like to run an errand for dad. And then while being there, he stumbled into an opportunity where he's empowered and was equipped in the country to do what he was called to do. Listen, our calling is not something that's meant to be pursued. We need to quit pursuing our calling. We need to recognize that God, who has called us into his kingdom and into to relationship with him, he will walk us where we need to go if we live a submitted life. And I'll be honest, there's seasons where I believe our calling shifts and changes. Even in my own life, there was a season where we were called as children's pastors, and, and we were faithful with that, and the Lord grew it and multiplied it and did good things. And then he calls me to something else because it's a different season, because what each season was doing is giving me different tools that I needed to fulfill what was next. Right. And so there's not always this underlying, ultimate, gloryful, beautiful purpose calling in our lives. The truth is we are called to be faithful with where we're at. We are called to be faithful, to love God with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind and all of our strength. That's what we're called to do. We're called to love our neighbor as ourselves, to lay our lives down as living sacrifices. It says in, in Galatians 2.20 that I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. In the life that I live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave his life for me. I am called to lay down my life for his gospel, for his will, for his, for, for his purpose. And this is where I'm going to try to try to get our minds to this corporate calling. Listen. Everybody has the same calling. We all do. Those two things I said, to love God, to love people, and to make disciples, man. That's what we, he says, go therefore, make disciples, baptizing and teaching. Listen, I love the apostle John. John was like, hey, listen, we have to love each other. In First John, there's this passage that was so convicting, but it's so good. He says, you cannot have hatred in your heart for a brother or a sister in the faith. And say that you love God. The, the, the way that we show that we love God is by the way that we love each other. And, and, and that's the calling, guys. This is that corporate calling. As we are to obey the word of God with what he's already told us to do. And so whatever your gift or your talent or those things that, that fire you up, those aren't bad things, but those have to take secondary precedence under the, the corporate calling. I guarantee you that if you are making disciples, and I guarantee you that if you are loving people with everything in you and that you are taking care of the body of Christ and you are taking care of orphans and widows and the brokenhearted, if you are in uh, serving the people in your church, your congregation, not your building, but the people, if you are out in the world reflecting the love of God in your corporate job, whatever job you have, whatever place that you're in, that if you are pursuing the living God and your life reflects that, that you are operating in the calling of God corporately, we all share that same one. The difference is, is how we are gifted, the the personalities that we have and the experiences, and then God uses those things to manifest what we would call the individual calling. 
Listen, I, I believe part of my calling is to communicate, is, is to preach, is to teach, to communicate. The, the, the thing that I love most is the gospel of Jesus Christ and his death, his burial, and his resurrection to teach people about what that means to be saved and to walk according to God's way. That is part of my individual calling because it's a gift, right? So it's, I have a gift, and then we have other gifts. I mean, I know people who are so good at, at, at administration, and, and we can't uh, minimize the gifts because we all have different ones. But that is what our calling is, everybody. According to the gift God gave you, according to the season and the place and the time that you're in, to, to do what our corporate calling is. And when those merge and they find what we call the sweet spot on a bat, when those combine and connect, then and only then are we walking in what we call purpose and calling. So I'm quitting on finding finding my calling. I'm quitting on it because you know what? God has called me to do what he's already called me to do according to his word, empowered me by his spirit. And that's each and every one of us. So here's my encouragement, here's my challenge to you. Please, please, please stop pursuing an individual purpose and an individual calling. Recognize the gifts God gave you, but do what he's already called you to do. Live how he's already called you to live. And I guarantee you that he will guide you and direct your steps into the calling and the season, the place that you're supposed to be in. I guarantee it. And lastly, guys, um, I want to challenge you with this. Share this with people. I I know that there's people that need to hear this message. It's not my message. It's a message that I believe the Lord is speaking to the body. So please share it, like it, comment it. And again, I would love to hear your guys' thoughts for any future episodes. Um, I have a few things in mind. Uh, give me some feedback. I'm, I'm on Instagram. Uh, my personal is pastor underscore PW or Pat. What is it? Pastor underscore PW. Um, and then my my new podcast Instagram handle is deep, the letter N, wide, deep and wide podcast. Um, check me out there. I'm also on Facebook at, at Pat Walter. So uh, I would love your guys' thoughts, comments, feedback. Please subscribe. Uh, I'm on Anchor, Spotify, hopefully soon Apple, and working on a few other platforms. I appreciate your guys' support and uh, the love that you show me. So uh, God bless you guys and stay safe. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode. I hope you liked what you heard. And if you did, please be sure to like, subscribe, and share with all of your friends and family. I would love to hear any comments, any suggestions, or any questions so I can get to them on future episodes. Thank you again for joining me. I'm Pat Walter, and I'll talk to you next week.